Miggity mic check one two. This is Rocks a lot with Doe on the Rocks podcast. Hey, listen, man. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> This is the On The Ross Podcast. You are now listening. It was important for me to just sit down tonight and press record. So important, man. I don't have no real plan, so I just... I just wanted you to join me on my usually nightly ritual. Trying to think about what I'm going to even call this episode... thought about calling it the re-education of Jerome Baker too dramatic (laughs) I could have called it uh, let's go with uh, the curious case of Michael Bloom (laughs) I could have I could have called it uh the revolution will be televised. <laughs> hey, fuck it. The roadcaster has a lot of dust on it tonight. This has been a while. It's been a minute. You know what? I could call the episode June 1st, The Realization. Today is June 1st. And it is indeed the realization for a lot of people. I'm just getting comfortable back behind the mic, y'all. Fuck with me. This is cool in the game. I thought about calling the episode this. Summer Madness. I was telling Yada. Yada, yada, y'all. She in the building. I was telling Yada like I always do. Shouts to my boo bae. I think it's going to be a hot summer. Things do indeed get worse before they get better. But the depths. (laughs) A lot of y'all don't know how low it can go. And I guess that's what I'm here to do. I don't know that I'm necessarily here to tell you that everything's gonna be okay. I don't, I can't, I can't lie to you. (laughs) I gotta keep it a buck, man. Especially if you haven't really been paying attention. I gotta keep it a buck with you. Shit ain't getting no better. No time soon. We gonna need this whole country to do something that it's never done before. In order for things to get better, we have to pray for a world and pray for a reality that we haven't seen before. We have to pray for a future (laughs) that may or may not even exist or be possible for us. So we're going to really slow walk this intro tonight. Because it is June 1st, the realization, excuse me. But I'm not even 100% sure of what we're even realizing today. So we're going to slow walk this thing. This is the On The Ross Podcast. You are now listening. Speaking of not giving up, I ain't gave up on Kanye, y'all. Now, just because I said it's going to get worse... Doesn't mean I've given up. Use this gospel for protection. It's a hard road to heaven. We call on your blessings in the Father. 
we put our faith Kingdom, the kingdom Our demons are trembling Holy angels defending In the Father, we put our faith No, I ain't gonna do that to y'all. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it to you, yo. This is the On the Ross podcast. You are now listening. I was not lying. I don't know what I came here to talk about tonight. I was inspired by my homeboy Mike, Big Mike. Shouts to Mike. Uh, he has a new podcast out called The King's Speech. I probably should call him while I'm sitting here talking about I don't know what to talk about, but I can't find my liner, and it's making it hard for me to move on. This is ridiculous. Fuck. Nah, but for real, I don't know what I'm going to talk about tonight. There's like 600 billion different things going on in the world. Um, There are some very obvious things going on in the world. There's some very... Not so obvious. I think the word I'm looking for is subtle things going on in the world. And uh, somebody said something today and they were mentioning, I think it was on the radio and they were mentioning that, you know, they come to work every day and sit behind the mic. So they're going to speak for people who don't come to work every day and sit behind the mic. Now, I don't go to work every day and sit behind the mic, but when I come home, I often do. And I have been taking a break from this microphone because of all the shit going on in the world Just to keep it a stack um, I'm going to update on all kinds of things But I didn't want this to be an update podcast Because there's a lot of shit to talk about But uh, <clears throat> I know I had mentioned previously That Kenyatta is uh, having my baby soon Yada 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 She in the building uh, We're moving from Norfolk to Virginia Beach soon Going back across enemy lines <laughs> I don't want to say it like that Because I'm going to live there again soon So I'm not walking back Nothing nigga um, Just all types of shit uh, Even though there was a coronavirus pandemic The the pandemic The curve flattened enough for police To start killing people again All kinds of racism is just jumping out of the TV screen These days uh, uh, naturally people have reacted And there's reactions to the reactions of course Because you know how it goes in sports They don't see what provoked you They just see your reaction So we're going to get into all those things and more In this episode of the podcast um, In the meantime I'm going to figure out What to call it Today just so happens to be in my house uh, Taco Tuesday So as we transition into this next segment My homeboys God damn it, I hate when I do this. My homeboys gave us the perfect music to celebrate this weekly national holiday with. So we're going to rock with it, and we'll be right back. This is the On The Rocks podcast. This is the On The Rocks podcast. So much you to are discuss. now listening. So much to discuss. I got me a coop and a hop in it. He climbing the... She tasting the Kool-Aid Migo the plug Guadalupe She gon' do what the group's like a Prende Caliente She get the bag but she gotta get it 10 ways Okay now underlay, underlay What the money make? We can elevate Shanae like she on the runway It's a payday when she get the comfy Mama see the one tequila in the Bombay Trap bean in the car to sack of one way She won't perk before she take her off a skirt Perk, perk, put in work, put your name on the skirt Skirt, skirt, D-Diamond get the wiggin' like the flirt Flirt, flirt, the gay put your face on the shirt Shirt, been having flavor giving way since birth My name Jose it's a long line at the doorway. What's up in taco? Getting with the nacho. Fucking with a bad vibe and she go both ways. Can up the racks up a show date. I never ever see a broke day. Look into the eyes of the goat face. The gang in the real is a four way. Taco Tuesday. I got the cheese. She tasting the Kool Aid. Migo the plug Guadalupe. She gon' do what the group's like a Prende. Caliente. She get the bad but she gotta get it ten ways. Okay now, underlay, underlay. What the money make? We can elevate. Elevate. 
Mickey D Mike check. We back. This is the On the Ross podcast. Yada yada y'all. She in the building. I only hit the yada drop when yada is actually in the building. Just so y'all know. And she over there right now looking all beautiful. Fucking up some nachos. <laughs> anyway, uh before I moved on and went too far into the show, um, there was a lot of things that happened in the last couple months that I didn't give a chance. I didn't get a chance to highlight on my platform. And uh, one of those things were a rapper that I am a huge fan of named Jay Sinatra dropped a project called God Intentions. He dropped it on April 30th, but I swear to God, on he- sitting here on June 1st, the realization, it sounds like he could have dropped this yesterday. I mean, um, he's a member of BHMG, The Radicals. I don't want to as Broken Hearts Music Group. I don't want to butcher the name. So what I'll do instead of tr- stumbling over my words is uh, <laughs> I'll give you a sample. This is God's Gift featuring I am. I think what you're trying to ask is uh, You know what I should actually do? Is I should actually hook it up to the Bluetooth on the Rodecaster. I told y'all I haven't done this in a while and I'm a little bit rusty. So please just continue to bear with me and I will get better and better as we go on. Shout out to Jason Sinatra. Shout out to I Am. I told y'all I'm rusty. I'm going to let it rock for a second. To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the world. You're beautiful, but do you know that? Picture perfect. Way more than Polaroid or Kodak. An extension of God. But they treat you like a doormat. The narrative of your story, queen. Remember, you control that. It's so sad. She's programmed to think she's lesser. Don't let this world lie to you and tell you you ain't special. Nobody fresher than our African queens. Talking jet magazine, so much beauty I never seen on another woman. Your confidence, yeah, you own it. Ditch the perm, wear your natural hair. Feel good, don't it? My Nina Simone's and Maya Angelou's. Superwoman, there's nothing you can't handle, boo. This is the Street on the Rock you you Still delicate as a flower. That's why we love you the most. Pretty brown thing, draw attention wherever you go. Let everyone know. All facts, you're the star of this show. Let's go. Now, like I said, I'm a little rusty, but I really wanted to take some time to talk about this album. Like I said, it's called God Intentions, and um, the subject matter just feels so relevant to what's going on right now. Like, it just feels like a a couple of months ago, he was uh, a month or so ago, whenever he recorded this, he was tapping into a feeling. He was tapping into a vein, a society, culture, whatever you want to call it. And he just knew that we was going to need this. I don't even want to be dramatic, but like revolution music. Everything he's talking about on this album, as far as black power and just the the power of the black skin and just the systemic things that hold us back. And we go through are all on front street right now. So if when the album came out, maybe it sounded a little too woke. It sounded a little too progressive. He was right there. The whole time dead with his finger on the post what was going on. Uh, For example, I'm trying to think. I want to give you another little sample. Let's go with I'm going to go with Sacred featuring Eric King. Jay Sinatra on all platforms. I prefer title. On all platforms, God intentions. Tell it was God given, yeah, we're God's children. Rich in melanin, that's what God give us. The black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. I need our people to know the truth. God's light. This is the On the Ross podcast. You are now listening. They say I do. Deeper than that, God pinning these. 
verse, it gets deeper than rap. See, this is sacred. Can't nobody taint it. 2020, we see changes. No need for LASIK. Complex views, cause we tired of living basic. We came a long way from them shackles and them slave ships. They're looking for a savior for the culture. Got me thinking, should I save the culture? A lot of you rappers raping the culture. Got the rap guys praying I take it over. It go God first, family second. That's sacred. Get us See, free. some of this shit, it reminds me of why we should be so mad right now. Self-made, self-designed, with no favors. May the Lord bless you, nigga. They gonna tell you you ain't special, nigga. <clears throat> That's another one. And I think the production is mainly handled by a dude whose initials appear to be L and his last name is David. Maybe it's Luis David Roman. I'm looking at the credits. Shout the title. But the production, the soundscape has to be pointed out. I mean, this is all high class production. All the beats are dope. All the beats lay the perfect canvas for him to basically spit these revolution raps. It's not quite dead prez. Don't I don't want y'all to think it's dead prez, but like it's right there. Like you can tell this is somebody who who maybe went down one path when he was younger, experienced something later in life that changed his perspective. And so now that he has both sides, he's also trying to reach back to those people with his message as well. And you can kind of hear that in the music and, and it's low key. I don't even want to say low key. It's really dope. Um, the last piece of the album I'm going to give you was uh, Melanin Kali. This is, uh, I think this might be my standout joint. No shade to I am because that, that guy's gift is fire too. Amen. <laughs> Cops kill another man. God damn, here we go again. Is it cause the color of his skin? Does that make him less of a man? Black man fear for his life. Left in a white cop's hands. God damn, god damn. They pull a gun and never jam. We comply, never ran, but bullets fly. Peter Pan, tomorrow's night. Promise, man. When you've got the blood of Africans, when you've got this type of tan, all you hear is a gun go blam. This is the On the Ross podcast. You are now listening. Brothers and sisters, I don't know what this world is coming to. Black men from the hood, always misunderstood. Cops think we up to no good while we get pressed in the hood. We just trying to live and survive. I got a daughter, just turn five. Yeah, so like I said, it sounds like he could have recorded this album last week or right when he heard about the situation that we going through with George Floyd, but he's been on this. Um, it's a pretty powerful song to me. Um, it's my standout joint. Um, I do apologize to Mr. Sinatra if I haven't been able to articulate the things I feel about this album the way I want to. I'm a little rusty on the mic, but the album's fire. Y'all should check it out. It's on Spotify. It's on Tidal. Like I said, I prefer that. Apple Music, anywhere you uh, ingest your music from. God Intentions by Jay Sinatra. Give it a spin. This is uh, Rocks A Lot with the On The Rocks podcast, and I just I want y'all to check that out before we got too deep into the episode. We'll be right back. This is the On The Rocks podcast. You are now listening. And I am back. Voice different, energy different, because guess who we got, y'all? Yeah, yeah, y'all. She in the building. I forgot which button was which. Say what's up, Yada. What's up? Yada is in the building. I have my partner in pod back. Whew. Thanks for bearing with me those first 15 minutes, y'all. It was rocky at first. I'm not used to flying solo. But now I got Yada back. Yada, how are you doing today? I'm actually doing good today. I'm actually doing okay. Let's just dive right into it. It's been a very long time. How are things going? You are in the 34th week of pregnancy. You are getting ready to have our child, which is something I never thought I'd say on the podcast. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> how you feeling? Um. Well, this week I have a real hatred. <laughs> or red Kool-Aid for some reason um, <laughs> My back hurts I can't sleep a lot I feel like my baby might be like 6 pounds When I'm laying down on my side Trying to switch to the other side Uh huh. Um, what else I'm making it though Like, I, 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 uh-huh. Whose fault is this It is You know I gotta place blame <laughs> on Jerome 
because you know he be hyping stuff up like oh man be the best thing ever and all this other best stuff and then I'm always the person that has to execute his decision and his ideas you're always the person that has to execute Tell my me decision one idea that you have that I did not help or execute for you execute Execute. You know um, what the hell I'm trying to say. Well, tell me one, just please. I did find the house we're getting ready to move to on my own. Niggas call me slippers. Okay, so what? Birds chirping. Oh man. <laughs> So moving past that, though, moving past that, um, generally speaking, what's it been like to be pregnant for the last uh, eight months or so? Um, you have to tell the audience. You have you can't assume they know. It's just been really hard, um, especially with everything's going on. Like, I love being outside. This be the perfect weather to be outside. It'd be perfect to be catered to and loved on and all well, you're still, You're being catered and loved to. I am being catered and loved on. It's from one person and it's so oh, much. Oh, you just, okay, yeah. There's yeah. so much he can do to make, to fulfill that. Me can do. How much me can do. Go ahead. Okay, anyway. So, um, yeah, so it's like, you know, it's really hard being stuck in the house Monday through Friday. My boyfriend got to walk me on the weekends like a damn dog. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know you gotta make a grocery list and he don't get everything off the grocery he don't get the right stuff off the grocery he get the fake bacon bits besides the real the fake bit. what bacon bits oh, okay yeah besides the real bacon bits instead of gotcha you get rocks for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah what that was it was it was like bacon pop rocks yes they're rocks they're like, <laughs> like bacon crumbs but like plastic like who is selling bacon rocks anyway uh, okay you know it's, it's just hard it's just hard um what happened? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, so I got a lot of issues going on with my health, and you know it's lonely, but I'm I'm making it. I got five more weeks. So hang in there, baby. You're doing a good job. Yeah. Why don't you uh, tell the audience about what, what it was like to have your photo shoot? Let's give them the behind the scenes. Finally, we ain't put it all in the statuses, but let's just break it down to them how what we did, how we did it. Well, I kind of said, you know, you can use your imagina- imagination in Dollar Tree. So a lot of that stuff came from Dollar Tree. Okay, I want y'all to know that we spent like $38 in Dollar Tree. It was like 45 Okay, but. right. With taxes, though. But it was like 39 items. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, everything's a dollar at Dollar Tree. So that means we went into the store and bought 39 things. <laughs> can you imagine buying 39 things? If you wanted to go to Dollar Tree and have a whole shopping spree, you wouldn't leave... With 39 things. Like, if you can get anything you want in Dollar Tree, you'd still only spend $27. <laughs> so I'm just saying, but go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry, but go ahead. So, a thing. lot of that stuff came from uh, Dollar Tree. That whole background birthday thing was uh, a tablecloth I found in Walmart. Uh-huh. And the balloons and all the other stuff was probably from Dollar Tree. I had the flowers from Dollar Tree and Walmart. I had bought tons of flowers, thousands of flowers. I bought stuff that I didn't even use. Um, Ron won't let me throw away all the flowers for some I, reason. I mean, you could have did it while I was at work and I wouldn't have thought about it. But if you keep saying that I won't let you, then I won't let you because we can do something with that because it was 39 items. <laughs> so I don't want to just go buy 39 things and then throw 39 things away after we get 100 likes. You know what I mean? I mean, is I that what is that what <laughs> likes cost? Is that how much a hundred likes is? Like it's like payola. You spend 40 <laughs> bucks to get a hundred likes now and shit. I was just trying to feel good about the um about the the photo shoot i didn't have anything planned for my birthday really since everything is shut down so i was like hey i'll just do a dollar tree walmart photo shoot and uh shout out to china and her iphone and shout out to rome for his lighting and his also vision and what else though don't don't sleep on it uh oh yeah the um galaxy note 10 Samsung plus, nigga. plus. yeah okay shout both phones out nigga. Okay. but yeah no no oh no not to cut you off babe but shouts to the iPhone the iPhone did take some great pictures and because it made my girl so happy how the pictures came out I'm happy to give iPhone the props indoors it did its duck thizzle but outdoors it was true dash yeah, but um, outdoors. you know I mean it, it, it that's outdoors why we, when there's no sun that, that, that's that's a whole and android something that's why we bring different tools to the job you know what i mean so we had the iphone we had a digital camera that was pretty dope too um we had the galaxy note camera phone phone camera so yeah it was a lot but go ahead but yeah so um i thought it was 
you know, a great idea to have something to do like that on my birthday since I was going to be bored anyway. So, and, you know, they helped me. They didn't see my vision, but they took direction well. That was the part about it that was crazy because she really did say, I have a vision. Don't worry about it. And then sitting here looking at the pictures like a week later, it was exactly what she described. This was the, the exact vision that she wanted is how the pictures turned out magically. But that's why I just tell you to stay focused. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. You did that. So I was just happy that, you know, they were down for it. China and Jerome, and they were down for that. So, yeah, they made my, my birthday special. Oh, and I got, you know, new clothes, new shoes. Regular degular, you know what I mean? Regular shit, you know what I'm saying? It was light work. You know, I got things, but it was the love that made it special for you. It was the pictures. I never had maternity pictures, you know what I'm saying? I've never done that before. And no one cared to help me with that before. So, I can't have a baby shower and all these other different things. Damn wow. right. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Yeah. I was, yo, I'm trying to say nothing, but I haven't used this shit in so long. It's so dirty. It's like it's so dusty. I feel bad about it. Like I really, I'm literally knocking the dust off the roadcaster. Yeah. But no, it was really dope. It was dope, and I'm glad you could find. I'm glad you could get something in this time that we're going through, where you everybody has to make so many sacrifices. Like having a baby at this time in your life was supposed to be this, just this. All the love. I was just looking forward to love, my, like, the love, the family, baby, and like the the like just the last everything, like the last time, you know. But it, it this shit sucked. <laughs> this shit sucked from the beginning to the end because I really didn't. We got pregnant in November. I didn't tell nobody in February. Boom, the motherfucking coronavirus here in March. Yeah, you really didn't tell so, nobody <laughs> until like February. It was like the last day of January. We finally told everybody and shit. So and then like the fucking coronavirus was like, God damn, this shit fucking sucks. <laughs> It just sucks. So yeah, you had to make a lot of sacrifices. So I'm the I'm glad the photo shoot was able to um you know help you uh feel better about what was going on and stuff. Now what do you say to the people that you know keep their comments to themselves? But uh it was a nice Oh, shoot. but don't uh keep their comments to themselves. Like I got something to say, but I ain't gonna say it. But you look cute, you can just really just not say anything to me. Yeah, like that's that the thing. Like. There's like certain things that you just don't do. You don't share my picture after I just fucking post it. And tell me happy birthday. Like you don't do it. I let it fly because it's social media and everybody wants to feel special and everybody wanna be you know, I wanted to feel special. That shit was corny. But it, 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 I, I don't, I don't get the purpose of that. Like you, we have so many other pictures together, and even that day in our memories. That's what you do, though, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and like in your it, memory, in you my just... memories, like there's pictures of me, and you in our memories that I know, bitch, you can still see. So you could have shared that picture, not the picture that I just damn posted. Like I don't understand if that was like a mistake. I don't know. You know, that shit was whack. You don't talk about a woman's body when she's pregnant. You don't say oh. nothing. That's why the comment in the under the picture bothered me too. Because it's like, yo, you don't, you don't, you don't say nothing critical about a pregnant woman. Period. So for you to come in here and want to say that shit and then try to act like you gonna let it slide, I like that shit. So like, I know I haven't been pregnant in twelve years, and a lot of my friends and stuff been pregnant. And when they get pregnant, I'm like, fuck them. I don't want to deal with them. <laughs> so, but. <laughs> So in a, a part of me think this is like karma or some shit. Like nobody want to fuck with. Well, when you put it that way, babe. I'm, but I mean, I don't bother them though. Like I don't bother them. I don't say no crazy ass shit. I don't be like I don't bother you. I just don't want to fuck with no pregnant woman right now. That's mm -hmm. just how I was, and I was like, bitch, you're pregnant. I'm not. You know what? Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I used to carry it, and. It wasn't like that mean, but you know, I was be like, "Ugh." I mean, you keep it in the box. I'm, I'm, but I'm real with you. I don't have to do that shit on social media. I don't have to do it behind your back. I ain't gotta be fake about it. I ain't gotta not talk to you like you don't matter. Like I ain't gotta do none of that shit. I could tell you to your face and say, "Ill, you're pregnant. I don't want to fuck with you." All right, moving on <laughs> because you are pregnant currently. Talking about how you used to shit on people when they was pregnant. <laughs> that's why I feel like it's karma. So that's why I just let it rock. For okay, her. so. Anything else going on pregnancy wise you want to update us on before we get to the shits? I don't think so. I think that's it. I don't know. All right. Before I wrap this segment up, though, <clears throat> I do want to ask a question that I've been waiting to ask on the podcast. And, you know, I want to give you the floor for a couple of minutes and I want you to keep it a buck. I want you to keep it a buck. And this is very dangerous of me, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to oh, do shit. it. How, how, how have I done oh, damn. as your partner? Oh, damn. Through this pregnancy. Oh, 
Go ahead, let the people know. I don't think I really. Niggas caught me slipping once. Okay, so what? I don't really think I should answer that question like a buck right now, cause I'm so I got so many hormones and emotions. I don't know if I'm gonna really feel like that. But in my head, it's like <laughs> I'm gonna keep that same energy after I had a baby, and I was definitely you know wanted to go forward and talk to you about some of the things that I have experienced with you during this pregnancy, you know. So. so I guess after the show is the after party and after the party is the hotel. No, I'm just joking. I put you on the spot on the mic. That's no big deal. No, no. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. Uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> she go get me, y'all. <laughs> All right. Well, how, no, how do you think you've been doing? Oh, shit. Okay. Well, you know, before we wrap this up, um, <clears throat> you know, I'll, I'll say that. It's been a challenge, a challenge I wish that I could have been more prepared for. You and your ideas. Given the circumstances, if I could do things differently, there are definitely some areas I'd like to do again. Like what? But as I sit here today, I Um. try to focus on the sum of our experience and maybe not like the individual anecdotes that might you know, give the wrong impression about the overall mm. in the relationship. Mm. With that being said, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to get to the shits, man. This is the On The Ross Podcast. You are yeah, now yeah, y'all. She in the building. Alive. All right, relax, man. Mike, 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 Miggity Mike, check one, two. Rocks a lot with the On The Rocks podcast. I'm here with my girl, Yada, who just took some beautiful, beautiful maternity photos and birthday photos. I'm looking at them right now on my phone. Makes me smile every time. Um, George Floyd was killed by a white police officer and three of his co-workers. After that, a white cop pinned him to the ground with his hands cuffed, put his knee on his neck, and choked him out with his knee basically on the ground for about... Eight minutes and 46 seconds, maybe nine minutes or so. I'm not here for those details. Uh, He was handcuffed. He wasn't resisting. Apparently had spent a counterfeit $20 bill. Am I right or wrong? I don't even know why he was being arrested. Counterfeit 10 or 20. Fast forward, he's dead. America 2020. It's what Colin Kaepernick was kneeling for. It's what... uh, Childish Gambino was rapping about, and this is America. This is literally what the fuck black people be talking about all the time. <laughs> it happened. It's like as soon as we flattened the curve, America showed its true colors again. Um, I don't even. I don't even mean to say say this to sound horrible, but like, I think the only reason there hasn't been a school shooting yet is because the kids aren't in school. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the only reason ain't nobody been shot in the school since March 12th is because no one's been in the school. And I think we broke the record for how long there's been since the school shooting since there's was the first school shooting or some shit like. Yeah. And the only reason the record has been broken is because kids literally aren't in school. This shit shouldn't even count. Fast forward America 2020 protest protest turns to riots riots turn to looting. But an interesting thing has been happening lately. We've really been getting to the shits with our white people lately. <laughs> we've really been, we've really been calling their ass to the table, because as usual, the conversation has become more about the property damage and um, the violence as opposed to what started the whole protest, and that that was the killing of a handcuffed black man by the hands of the police. And like I said, I didn't really have no notes. I didn't really come here with like a whole speech to give about it. So I guess I'll start with. uh, I don't really give a fuck about them burning shit down and looting and all that shit. Like, I don't I don't really care about that. How do you feel about it? Um, It's stuff. It can be replaced. Who cares? I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want nobody to get hurt. I don't want nobody. I don't want nobody to get hurt. I don't don't want want anybody to die. I don't want nobody, you know. Them setting stuff on fire and explosion or something like that. I don't want nobody to get hurt. But all those things are replaced. Or you know, people build them. We build them. They don't just magically show up on the goddamn street. So. And, here, and and 
What about looting? That's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to wrap my head around looting because people want to really draw the line on looting. Like, well, well, I, I understand protesting and all that shit, but why are we stealing shit? I don't give a damn about none of like what you're trying to pick apart. There was a man that died May 25th, and it wasn't right. So whatever you and that's kind of how I feel about it too. Like I don't even want to be overly intellectual and split hairs about what. But if form. I gotta steal some shit for you to take notice that something that happened a week ago today. And that's my thing Y'all didn't give a fuck until this Y'all didn't give a fuck until this So who gives a fuck now I don't care about them stealing shit I don't care burn all the shit down If it's gonna make them change a the law Or do anything that's gonna protect black people In their interactions with police I don't care I don't <laughs> Like care. I don't give a fuck All these companies All these places bounce back And I do feel for the small business people I do I do feel for them I do I do I'm sorry I do apologize to you But I don't give a fuck yeah. Like I don't. I think I think the fact that we live in a country where the cops kill black people all the fucking time and nothing happens, I think that that should just that's just I mean, I guess if you're not a black person or a black man or a black woman, I guess that's why you could sit there and go, "Well, what about stuff?" But like I don't want to think a person can kill me on accident for no reason out of his negligence and y'all going to be more worried about the CVS than the fact that this nigga just going to go back to work one day and no one's going to care. Exactly. Exactly. Like so I don't really care about them stealing shit Like I don't give a fuck Like they gave us a $1,200 stimulus When there's 40 million people not working Yeah go steal some shit Cause it's gonna be a long time Before you can afford it In this motherfucking country Take it <laughs> Shit everything's <laughs> falling to pieces The whole This whole fucking place Is and going I, crazy and man I think that's where You know Somewhat They showed their Their poker hand Like you gave everybody $1,200 Then you turn around You paying people more To stay home Than you are to go to work Because there was slave wages To begin with so it's y'all like, not even mad it's at like, that. It's like, it's like, hold on, like, oh, so y'all could do all this, but y'all could still be out here killing us? Like, nah, that shit could change. It's like everything else been changing. Goddamn it! It's like a backward ass class warfare. Like the rich people are making us fuss with each other. Like you mad at somebody for getting unemployment? You should be mad that you don't make enough money at your job. You shouldn't be mad at somebody who lost their job and now they're getting six hundred dollars a week and is making you mad because you only make five hundred and fifty dollars a week and you go to work, nigga. You should be mad that your job doesn't pay you enough. The government's already shown that minimum wage is not enough. They've shown you that because they just was quick to give everybody $600 a week. That shit's crazy. I know people who don't make that right now. I get it. But that should get you more mad at the government, not mad at the motherfucker who just happens to be getting 600 a week. Don't be mad at people for finally catching a fucking break out of all of this shit. Like, that's the part. They're turning us against each other. Like, you should be happy a motherfucker finally caught a break. Like, I got a stimulus. I was happy as shit. Like, damn, I didn't even need it. Happy <laughs> I, as fuck. I'm one of the people that didn't stop working. <laughs> so, I'm like, I didn't even need it. My bills was paid before this shit. I was paying my bills because this shit was happening. I got a stimulus. I was like, well, I'll be a Sam on a ram. <laughs> now, you child support niggas. <laughs> I feel for you. <laughs> Call your kids. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. No shade to y'all. All the shady y'all nigga That stimulus went to them Anyway But yeah like It's class warfare And now we not We not even talking about This goddamn virus no more We not even talking about These idiots that done Turned this shit into A red versus blue Democrat versus Republican I'm, I'm gonna wear a mask shit We not even talking about All the white people Getting knocked out For being racist in public I, That was my That was the only thing I wanted to restart This podcast for Was to just show clips Of racist ass white people Getting punched the fuck out During protests This shit's beautiful but no, here we go. So, to be clear, um, burn all this shit down until they treat us right. Um, I don't give a fuck about don't stuff. Don't hurt nobody. Don't hurt nobody. But I don't care about stuff. I don't care about taking the high road intellectual position that we should be able to peacefully protest without loot. Man, burn all this shit down, man. All this stuff's happening to you because of these businesses. Because this country care more about them businesses than they care about people. Burn them shits down so they can focus on you. I'm not. In, I'm not saying do that. Niggas caught me slipping once. Okay, so what? I'm just saying I ain't mad when it's happening. Cause for real, they care more about these businesses than you. And these small, these these uh, mom and pop businesses that they pretend to care about that didn't get none of this money they was just handing out. Yeah, I feel for y'all too. But at the same time, they have to protect the person that. Is black more than they have to protect the person that's a business owner. Period. And until they do that, I don't give a fuck about these businesses. Steal all this shit. Take it all until they, they until, until until they're worked up enough to pass a law to change some of these rules. You know that there's literally rules that cops have what's called qualified immunity. 
like they're automatically immune from the jump. Like they, mm. the first assumption is that they're immune. You can't do this to them, and then you go backwards from there. You know how hard it is to take away. Like, I'm not even a fucking lawyer, but I know the the rule is they're immune. <laughs> like this shit's crazy. And so, you know, now that I got my rant off about that, because I'm on the road now, y'all. <laughs> this is the On the Ross podcast. You are now listening. You're fucking right, you are. Now let's talk about all these people that are mad at their favorite celebrity for not tweeting right now. Oh, man. You know what's getting on my motherfucking nerves the most? What? Before J. Cole popped up in his hometown at the protest, yeah. the whole internet was going super hard on J. Cole and Kendrick. Talk about, oh, y'all make all this black power music, music and now shit's popping off and y'all ain't nowhere to be found. That really made me upset. Now, the same day that shit was taken off, Eventually, not I don't even want to say eventually because I don't even want to say like the nigga was supposed to do it. But eventually, J Cole popped up on Twitter, you know, marching with the protesters, not saying nothing, not tweeting nothing, no press conference, no nothing, just was out there. But still, people coming for Kendrick's head, and we can't forget who the fuck Kendrick is. <laughs> All his life You know how tall this nigga is So he definitely been fighting his whole life nigga That nigga like 4'11 from Compton nigga I'm fucked up nigga You fucked up The guy got us nigga We gonna be alright If you feel me nigga feel me We gonna be alright Y'all talk about where Kendrick is you want his old shit? Buy his old album. Play this song. That's where Kendrick is. He got the soundtrack for the streets. He made the soundtrack for the streets four, five years ago. Y'all talk about where Kendrick at. Nigga, where the fuck is you at? People need to worry about themselves. This is my thing. You know what I mean? Like, why you, why you sitting behind your keyboard wondering where Kendrick is? You don't know what Kendrick doing. And he done already gave you the soundtrack for the revolution. He done already told you. Nigga, we gonna be all right. But you act like now you need to see Kendrick on the streets with his hand up redoing the video or some shit now. Fuck is you doing? I ain't see you out there blocking the bridge tunnel. Nah, that little nigga probably out there and nobody don't even know. Like that's how secretive he is. Come like, on, man. Can we can we safely assume that he's always been active or he's always remains active? Can we safely assume that people rightly understand that anything you're doing for the community doesn't have to be publicized and, and broadcast all over the interweb so that people can sit behind their keyboards and agree that this is what you should be doing and how you should be doing it? Y'all shouldn't be waiting on nobody to speak about your own blackness because you're black too. Kendrick's not the only person black. He's not the leader of the black. Uh, Why are you waiting for him? Like, ja, has Ja Rule tweeted? Like, can, can Ja Rule be the voice of reason for you? Like, why you need to hear from Kendrick, man? This shit is crazy to me that we sit home so entitled that we demand our celebrities to say something so that we can account for... Like, what the... And it's Kendrick, his whole... Cr- Come on, man. If the nigga would... Like, remember when Kendrick got his little sister a Toyota Camry? Yeah, I remember that. Remember that? Because he does, like, a... Few things. Remember, like, a, a Toyota Camry because she's 16 years old and just got her license, so he didn't buy her a Lamborghini or a Bentley because it was her first car. He bought her a forty thousand dollar Toyota Camry. A good goddamn car at that. Come on, man. The last time she he did something, for, it. he she 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 better. She gonna be driving that shit till she 50. It's a Toyota. <laughs> she can put five hundred thousand miles on that damn car. It's still gonna be worth five thousand dollars on trade in. <laughs> never sell a Toyota for less than thirty five hundred. You know that's a goddamn fact. You can find an 89 Corolla right now on Craigslist for 3500 firm. Mm. He, he only want no OBO. He ain't negotiating. He's like, I know what I got here, buddy. Damn. Carlos Miller was talking about that on the 85 South Show. Shit. Mm. <sighs> I hate when I do that. That's why I try not to listen to other people's shit. Anyway. Um, yeah, man. Lee Kendrick the fuck alone. Nigga just had a baby. Uh, he just gave us the Black Panther soundtrack. He just gave us all this revolution. He can't help it that the world comes to an end every eighteen months. <laughs> like he just literally gave us the sound from twenty fifteen to twenty. 20- a lot of people are not quick to speak, though. Like they're not quick to to say anything. A lot of people go out there and they want to be the first one heard. Right, place, and you and shouldn't they get be canceled so fast. Like how many people have been canceled because of this? You're seeing your celebrities that you used to follow say crazy stuff because they're quick to speak. Right. Imagine someone being considerate of the movement, letting the movement evolve before he jumps out there and tries to become a part of it or, you know, just literally speaks about it or some shit. Imagine a considerate celebrity like 
it's just really whack to me that everybody's in a rush to have like so they can put checks in a box on everybody who's hey who have you seen protest was chris brown out there have you seen the migos do anything yet like like, like I mean, have you been to a riot, a protest, nigga? What you been doing besides sharing and, and retweeting shit? Like, and that's a good going. point, because honestly, until I go to a protest, I'm not wondering who out there protesting. <laughs> right. I'm in the house protecting my family and making sure we at home here good. You know what I mean? If you have it to protest, God bless you, and I'm I stand behind you. But I got a generation of protesters, and I'm trying to make sure it's safe at home here too. So everyone's doing their part. I'm raising up the next generation, and y'all fighting for them out there too. It be like that sometimes. But because I'm doing what I'm doing, you're not going to see me out here pointing fingers at what you should be doing. And you're also not going to see me out here broadcasting what I may or may not be doing when the time comes. And it ain't for nobody. It ain't nobody's business, period. And we need to stay out of these celebrities' motherfucking business, too. God damn. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, one of the, which one of these celebrities was talking about. I think Dr. Dre was saying, like, yo, back in the day, you know, artists could be like, they could have a mystique. They could have an aura. You know what I mean? Like, they could be... Mysterious and shit Like Will Smith was talking about it too Like niggas used to be able to just play the background and shit And be mysterious And like you ain't had to know what these niggas was doing And thinking all the fucking time Like I know celebrities be mad as shit they Just be sitting at home trying Trying to bullshit with their kids and some shit And some shit happens Like oh my god Now I gotta go watch the George Floyd video And have a reaction And then come up with a statement and, and tell people I care Like you not sitting at home with your kids With tears in your eyes Watching black people die but now you gotta now you have to step up and say something before your Twitter mentions go to shit. Like this shallow ass society. Y'all boy. This is the On the Ross podcast. You are now listening. <clears throat> so what else is there? Oh. Um recently on Facebook I had to call one of my I don't know, former classmates to the table for uh, dilly-dallying in the gray area as it relates to racism and race relations in America. Um, Unfortunately, this gentleman was not able to just kind of really be clear on his stance as it relates to black lives mattering in general. Like, I asked him very direct questions about how he felt about it, and he wanted to do that thing that, I mean, people do, and I'm going to say white people do it too, where he says, come on, dude. If you even have to ask me this, you should already know. Read what I wrote. Nigga, I'm asking you a yes or no question. Do black lives matter to you? Like, you should just say yes, they do. But if it has to be all this double talk, intellectual overspeak, then nah, you're full of shit. Not to mention that a lot of my reputable friends from said class has been had been sending me a lot of evidence of his... Uh, I don't want to call it racism. He probably is a racist but he did this little subtle thing where he tried to play devil's advocate but it was always like the white supremacist side kind of like hey uh (laughs) what was he saying oh he was saying like how the boston tea party was a noble protest and what these people were protesting there was nothing noble about it and then later he tried to split hairs as it related to those people and saying like oh you know the anarchists the opportunists in the crowd who took advantage of the protest in order to but that was that back that was that double speak backpedaling that is quite frankly a sign of a racist man you know what i mean like when they try to go back and add details to their answers like you know I don't know I didn't like it it was disgusting and I was actually quite disappointed in myself for that he was even still on my friends list because earlier in the week I had prided prided myself in not getting into debates with that specific type of person and then I found myself scrolling past paragraphs of responses waiting to see his affirmation for people of my color and myself in general I didn't see it it was disappointing um did you unfriend him I blocked him and unfriend him yeah thank you now what do you what what are we supposed to say to our white friends? Like, what do we want our white friends to do? Like, what what do what do I want my white friends to do? Uh, what do you want your white friends to do? To hey. have your butt to say that Black Lives Matter. Like, your life matter. You're my friend. Other black people matter too. Human humans matter. It's not right. You can be white and feel that way. Should white people be helping us? Like, what more should they be doing to help us? I don't think. I think everybody need to help themselves individual. Do your part individual. I can't really count on nobody else doing what they're doing like i just need you and your family and your friends and the people you surround yourself with to do your part and you make sure they do their part right and it's like i don't i don't think 
I know there are white people that are on our side, but I don't think, generally speaking, they're on our side. Like, I think there are a lot of white people that understand and they and they rock with us and they're on our side. Let me be clear. But generally speaking, I don't think they understand and I don't think they're on our side. They're never, I'm not going to ask a white person to understand anything about the skin you know, that I'm in. But just to be, you know, have a connection with me. Just to be aware and just, just to, to understand aware, it. Like, yeah, to understand that whatever, whatever, however you feel, I might not understand it as a white woman, but I know this shit ain't right. And I don't like it for real. Like, I don't like, like it. I don't like it because I'm trying to be down with you. I don't like it because I don't like it. Our anxieties and paranoias about society are real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like when Anthony, and I hate using an example from Blackish, but like when Anthony Anderson didn't want to get on the elevator with that little white girl, that was a real thing. I don't know if you saw that episode of Blackish, but there was one episode where he was just randomly in his office and the elevator door opened and there was a little white girl standing there lost and he was scared and didn't want to get on the elevator with her because of what it could be, because of what it could be implied if he was ever to be caught along with a little random, randomly with a little white girl. You know what I mean? Because he's a black dude. Like there's just so much of that. There's just. There's so many different things about the way we move in society that um, if white people understood those different anxieties or that they maybe if they empathize with it, things would be different because the scariest part about all this shit is that the majority of white people don't really believe this is real. Like if 45, 47% of white people think it's real, then 53% don't believe it's really that big a deal. And that's the, that, even with the whole fucking country burning, even with Washington, D.C. on fire, like the goddamn it, uh, King's Landing or some shit, they still don't believe it's that real. They still don't believe it's that serious. They still believe that black people just don't know how to act when they're dealing with police. They still believe we shouldn't we shouldn't look like we're doing something wrong and these things wouldn't happen to us. So they. It, 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 <laughs> There's just nothing There's nothing really more to say than that If they don't believe it then What can they do How do you make them believe it Oh full circle You burn this motherfucker down That's what you do <laughs> and Like Next thing you know when goddamn Trader Joe's is on fire They're like what do you want <laughs> What do you want <laughs> Just tell us <laughs> Don't burn down Sephora Well no nah, we're not going to burn down Sephora Because you know, y'all don't want Sephora to burn down. Nah, Rihanna shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, not Sephora, not Sephora. Uh, but yeah, to sum it up, don't wait for these celebrities to tell you how to feel and what to think. So don't wait for Kendrick to come out here and just because you still listen to we gonna Do be your all right. Part. Do what you say you tweeting about. Do be mad behind the computer, by your behind your phone, and get your ass out there and fucking go ahead and do what you do. Honestly, and, and just to keep it a buck, some of y'all ain't brave enough to go hit them streets. Some of y'all ain't real enough to be out there. Some of y'all are just y'all better talking about it with your friends and family and tweeting and, and posting about it. So donate money to these bailout funds. Donate money to these causes. Donate money to these these donate money to some of these black owned businesses that are unfortunately getting burned down and, and, and destroyed potentially like in different parts of the country. Donate money to their GoFundMe's. Put your money where your mouth is or put your money where your Twitter fingers is. For real, if you ain't if you ain't gonna be out in the streets saying something because you judging Kendrick for taking care of his family, however he's taking care of his family, whatever you're doing, if you're not gonna be out in the streets, then then send some money somebody away. <clears throat> you see that the dude that do off white Virgil, uh, he had donated fifty dollars and everybody was dragging him. Uh, he's a Louis Vuitton designer. He yeah, makes yeah, those shoes yeah, yeah. that cost nine thousand dollars when mm-hmm. you don't get them up front. And so he came out and was copping mad, please. Like, I was matching somebody else's donation. That was just one donation. I was. People need to mind their business. But his shoes do cost $800. And he did look like he donated $50. So that shit was whack. You can't even buy the little Velcro strap you put on your shoes for $50. Nigga, you talking about you donating $50. But yeah, man. Mind yours. Um, I always say during Republican administrations, uh, don't need the government for shit. Take care of your family and save money. Um, like I was telling you in the beginning of the show, as I played Summer Madness, I think that this episode, I might call it Summer Madness. I don't know. I do think that we are in for an interesting summer. 
I don't doubt it. This shit fucking sucks. I think things are going to get a little bit more interesting, and that's the most optimistic I can say it on mic. I'll say interesting, but off mic, y'all, you know how I be talking. This shit about to be fucked up. And I don't think things are going to get better until somebody else is in charge, and somebody else isn't going to be in charge until January 20th. 2021 not november 3rd so the first thing remember the last day that you spent in 2020 when things were normal because that's the last time you're gonna see the world like this you know what i do remember all this it's 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 gonna be totally different i don't remember the last day i do i'm mad it was a couple of days after matter of fact yeah it was the it was a couple days after lebron had just did the two things I needed him to do this season so that would let me know that he was getting ready to win a ring. He beat the Greek freak on Friday, and then on Sunday, he beat Kawhi Leonard. Mm. And then maybe the next night or two later, we were sitting right there, and I was looking at my phone, they said the NBA season was canceled. And that was the very last time anything felt normal. I remember holding my phone. I remember it gave me goosebumps. I remember being like, I remember just being stunned because I know... You know, the people who don't really follow sports, it doesn't seem like that big. But for the NBA to suspend the season, like the like the way they did it, like guys were getting ready to play that that moment. They were on the court warming up. And they was like, oh, somebody got coronavirus? Dead this whole shit. We can't have this. Like, And they was right to do it. But like that, that's when I was like, oh, shit. And then the next day, kids was out of school and they didn't go back. Yeah. And that's when it was a wrap. And that's when we further knew. It was a wrap. I just remember that Sunday when LeBron beat Kawhi. I was like, this is the year. This is it. LeBron uh, is going to do it. He's going to give us what we've been trying to get. Uh, and then the next day, they was like, season over, yo. God damn. Uh, but if I could spread a little bit of news. Looks like this the season may or may not be resuming July 31st. They're going to be voting on it on Thursday or some shit, like whether they want to start with the playoffs, whether they want to have a couple regular games first, whether they, but hopefully, you know, the NBA could be back by the end of the summer. And, you know, honestly, hopefully we're doing all the right things. We didn't touch on the coronavirus. And all I'm going to say about that is wear a fucking mask. Even if you don't understand why, stop trying to be cool, tough, whatever. I, I, stop trying to be a smarty art nigga. Stop being one of the people that like, oh, the mask don't even protect you from the virus. Well, it protects the person you're talking to from you having the virus. Shut the fuck up, please. I don't want to skim over this. The mask lowers the risk. If you have the virus and you don't know it and you're wearing a mask, you lower the chance of giving it to the person you're talking to. If they don't have a mask on, if they have a mask on, it helps them, too. But really, you're protecting people from you. It's just a barrier. It's just like, you know what? I have a headache. Let me take a Tylenol. I really don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to take a Tylenol. Well, it's the mask, prevention. Well, yeah, it's prevention slash mitigation. All right. Stop trying. Don't overthink the shit, people. Just there's just so much shit to talk to people about and tell them to stop being dumb about that. I just can't sit here all night and tell you to stop being dumb about certain stuff. This country is on fire, literally. Stay safe. Stay in the house. Save your money. Don't need help as best you can. That sounds crazy, right? But just don't need help. Like, if you need the government right now, you're fucked. So try to find a way to not need the government. Because if you need the government between now and January, you should just be trying to survive between now and January 20th, not November 3rd. Because I feel like when this nigga loses, and if this nigga loses, let me be clear. Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Because they got my ass in 2016, so let me just be clear. It could go either way, because I don't know what these Russians is doing. I don't know how these niggas planning on to cheat. They got all new ways to cheat that we ain't even heard of yet. We ain't going to be talking about this shit two years right, from now. Like, the, the country's just opened <clears throat> up to all types of cheating right, shit right, we still now. talking about the shit they did to cheat last time. We still flabbergasted. Like, God damn, they don't really had the Russians up in here. Nobody gives a fuck. But so I don't want to get caught slipping again. But if he does lose that three months between when he loses and when he leaves, Lord, and I'm going to say it now, before election, I think I might want a couple of them things in the tuck. So we'll see what happens. No, they ain't never caught me slipping. Sheep. This has been the Rocks Report. Nah, this is the On The Rocks podcast And shit's getting real out here So it sounds like The Rocks Report I know Shouts to the real old heads Shouts to my homeboy Q God Shouts to Tsunami Digital Media Shouts to Kamikaze Revy And Joyce for having a new baby Uliana (laughs) 
I cannot wait for this stuff to die down and the curve to flatten so I can get over there and see her. She looks so healthy and chunky. And I hope our baby is just as healthy and chunky as yours is. Y'all, anybody you want to shout out, say what's up to? I want to shout out my kids. And I want to shout out um, my new baby on the way. And um, that's it. I <laughs> Before I go, I want to say... That there is help out there. Go get it. Um, it is no one's job to hand you anything in life. It is your job to go and get it. Life is truly and honestly, exactly, precisely, and only what you make it. Trying something new. This is Rocks A Lot and this is the On The Rocks Podcast.